The Outline, World Dispatch. Monday, July 3rd, 2017. I'm Sam Thonis. Today on The Dispatch, Owen Phillips investigates a porn mystery. This is actually one of the more fun stories to report. And Anne Derek Gaillot examines why millennials aren't buying homes. Millennials want to buy their homes, but they just have to wait a lot longer. Here's The Dispatch. The future. Owen Phillips. Hey. You're here today with an unsolved mystery. About porn. About porn, yeah. Sort of. So about, I don't know, maybe three or four weeks ago, I started following a page that tracks the most viewed English language Wikipedia pages every day. And usually the most viewed English language Wikipedia page is something that was in the news that day. So, for example, when Prodigy died, uh, he was one of the most viewed English language Wikipedia pages. But about, like I said, three or four weeks ago, I started to notice a different page was becoming one of the most viewed pages, and that was X Hamster. What's X Hamster? So X Hamster is... I've never the, heard of it. Yeah, well, uh, X Hamster is the third largest adult website uh, behind Pornhub and X Videos. So it specializes in user-created content. People upload their videos and then people watch them. And basically since the beginning of June, X Hamster's Wikipedia page views have tripled, uh, essentially overnight, and there doesn't seem to be any reason why. So you said it spiked. Did it just it's did it spike and then go back to its normal traffic or what happened? Right. So basically on May 29th, X Hamster went from receiving about 100,000 page views a day typically to essentially getting 300,000 page views just the next day. And it's been that way every single day since then. Yeah. My first thought was to talk to the guy who actually runs the site. So my name is Mahmoud Shemi and I am the lead developer on a lot of HatNote projects, but we also run a daily updated list of the top 100 most visited Wikipedia pages in over a dozen languages. But English, of course, is the most popular, and there are some very interesting trends uh, that will make themselves apparent if you go through enough history of our uh, like, you know, sort of archive of top 100 Wikipedia pages. Uh, we knew it was just a matter of time until somebody noticed this and asked us about it. X Hamster is the third most popular adult website. And so if you compare it to other pornography websites, their Wikipedia page views, like Pornhub and X Videos, it has uh, way, way, way more, uh, like 10 times more views on a daily basis. I even actually decided to just call up X Hamster, the spokesperson there, a guy named Mike Stabile, and I asked him if xhamster.com has seen an increase in traffic in their site, kind of similar to the Wikipedia traffic. And he said that it hasn't. So we didn't see, you know, traffic has been growing for us. Um, you know, I reached, we have on a, you know, a yearly basis, uh, something like 20 billion um, page views. While we're not quite as big as Wikipedia, um, you know, we haven't necessarily seen the same sort of dramatic bump over that time period. All right. So as soon as you say this, I have a bunch of ideas of, you know, what could be happening. What, what, tell me about your journey to figure this out. What have you figured out? Right. So the first thing I looked for was to see if X Hamster just was in the news. And they were. So around the end of May, they announced their support for this product uh, called Minimize, which is this motion tracking software device that you put on your desk that tracks to see if anyone comes in the room behind you and it'll close all your browser windows really fast and shuts off your uh, sound to your speakers. My name is Mose. 
this is the minimize motion sensor. And I thought, oh, that's that's got to be what's driving all this traffic. Minimize. Say nothing. Hide everything. Uh, but the thing is, that story didn't really get picked up in the news that much. A few media outlets, you know, linked to it here and there. But in general, it was kind of not really a big news story. Uh, Mike Stabile from X Hamster suggested that it's possible that maybe X Hamster's Wikipedia page was being linked to in the foreign press, and that's why I wasn't able to see it, because maybe Google search engine didn't pick up a news site in Russia or India or China or so on. But Mahmoud said that's possible, but you wouldn't see the sustained level of traffic that you've seen all over the course of June. Yeah, it, it doesn't follow any sort of normal news cycle things. It's got that really highly consistent thing. All right, so that theory sounds... Wrong. Right. What's What was your next theory? So I started poking around a little bit on how Wikipedia reports uh, page view traffic numbers. And the FAQ on this uh, page view analysis tool suggests that if you are seeing a lot more desktop views than mobile views, there's a very good chance that it's coming from bot-driven traffic. Because normally on Wikipedia, you see about a 50-50 split from desktop and mobile views. But here's where it gets really weird. All of the views mostly are coming from mobile there's only about 2% of the views are actually coming from desktop. So it's the flip of what you would expect if it was a bot-driven traffic okay. increase. So that kind of supports the theory that I've been thinking about, which is, what is it possible that Google search results are listed in such a way that when people are searching on mobile for some reason, a result that seems like it's porn happens to actually go to Wikipedia. Yeah, I, I, have, I looked around to see if, you know, Google had changed their search algorithm, if any news about that. Um, it doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, one of the guys here at The Outline who works here, uh, William Turton, uh, suggested that maybe, possibly, that Apple changed the way their Spotlight feature works. So when you, maybe when you search on your phone for xhamster on Spotlight, uh, instead of coming up with xhamster.com, it shows up the xhamster Wikipedia page. But that doesn't seem to be the case either. I tried that with a number of phones. And there doesn't seem to be any news about that either. So that theory seems to be out the window as well. I have to imagine, I mean, you know, I think I think people have their, um, I don't speak from experience here, but I think people have their like porn habits, right? Their like ritual around what, how they visit a porn site. And I have to imagine that that spike has something to do with people's muscle memory of going to a certain link and that link changed, changed. right? That, yeah. that, has to, it's, that seems to me like some, like it has to have something to do with that. Yeah, I mean, I looked at, if you Google X-Hamster um, in Google, the first search item is still xhamster.com, not the Wikipedia page. So uh, it seems that seems like a plausible theory, but uh, I haven't been able to find any evidence that supports it. So it sounds like you haven't quite nailed it. Um, did Mahmood offer any of his own theories? He did. So Mahmood suspects that X-Hamster is using bots to drive traffic to their own Wikipedia page. Listen, someone who isn't me, right, uh, knows some people who uh, have done stuff like this before. And um, the, the way it works is like, you know, you just have, like, if you've ever searched for something on the App Store, there's some really funny things in the App Store. But uh, basically what it is, is like, you know, you have some app out there, like cool car sounds and backgrounds. Right, and someone downloads that, and in the back, and in the background, it's actually doing this SEO stuff, not just to Wikipedia, but to probably a lot of sites in this SEO firm's like portfolio. The idea is that if X Hamster has a popular Wikipedia page, it'll rank higher on Google search results or Bing search results relative to its competitors. And to do this, they're using basically like a mobile phone handset uh, botnet. 
And this is just a gray area of the internet that is uh, coming to the surface here because Wikipedia is so transparent with their numbers. Most other sites would be a lot more aggressive in filtering this. If this is effect- an effective way uh, to increase your SEO ranking, uh, wouldn't we see this among other websites as well? Right, and, and that's, that's sort of what leads me to wonder if this is just someone at X Hamster who happens to know someone who's doing this sort of back channeling or something like this. I don't actually know, right? Now we're getting to my personal speculations. Because if it was a firm and this was successful, you'd think they would go around and say, hey, we'll do it for you, like, you know, other porn site or like, you know, you porn or whatever it's called, right? Like, we'll go around to all these porn sites and like sell them on this service, right? Um, but instead, it's only X Hamster that's doing this. But I really don't think that this is any sort of secret sauce. Like, probably someone's going to get some ideas from this, but like, re- realistically, I don't think this has any effect. Uh, I don't think that Google takes this stuff into account. Um, and I don't even, I mean, we've, we've asked some people to look into if Wikipedia has driven additional traffic to X Hamster. And um, I'm looking at the thread right now and, and, you know, like, no, at least in 2016, right? It didn't seem like they got any more outgoing traffic from Wikipedia than their next sort of competitor in the field. So, yeah, I mean, that that theory seems fairly plausible. Um, Do you think, like, do we have any proof of that? Well, so I went back to X Hamster and Mike Stabile to ask him what he thought about this idea. And he's responded in an email, and he said, it's not something that I would think would even work. For SEO purposes, Wikipedia is a no-follow site, meaning it doesn't pass on any SEO value for the backlinks. Essentially, what Mike is saying is that Wikipedia page views don't factor into Google or maybe Bing's search algorithm. The mystery continues. Pretty much, right? I mean, that's, I mean, it's like, if he's saying that, I don't know, I mean, maybe he doesn't know, it's unclear. So this was a huge waste of time. Well, and, I mean, it was uh, and fun. you subjected yourself to lots of porn. No, this is actually one of the more fun stories to report. But if anyone out there is listening and has a theory or a potential clue as to what's causing the search traffic, I would really like to know because it would help me sleep at night because I've only been thinking about this for the last few days. If you think you do know the answer or just have a crazy theory, um, tweet at us at Outline or download the Anchor app and find this story and you can leave us a call in right in the app. Owen, thanks. Thanks for having me. Power. According to a recent report based on census data from apartment hunting website Abodo, fewer young adults are buying homes than previous generations. And Derek Gallo is here with the numbers. Hey, Anne. Hi, Sam. So what are these numbers? So in 2004, 43.1% of adults under 35 owned the homes that they live in. But now that number is down to 32.1% as more millennials are coming of age to buy homes or the age that used to be considered the age you would buy a home. Right. When was the latest data from? 2015. Is that considered a bad thing? That fewer people are buying homes? Um, I think it is considered a bad thing because it shows that millennials are dealing with a lot of other financial hurdles like lower paying jobs, a lot more debt burden on them. And they're really delaying their, you know, not they, we are delaying our opportunity to 
build equity in a way that maybe our parents didn't have to deal with. So do you know if young people are choosing to rent or if they want to buy and they just can't afford to? Well, absolutely. Millennials want to buy their homes. CNBC found that 80% of millennials want to buy their homes, but they just have to wait a lot longer before they can do that. So in 2015, Zillow released a report that said that in the 1970s, young adults rented for 2.6 years before they could buy a home. But now that number is up to six years. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're paying rent and it's basically not um, you're not getting anything back from that. That's a lot of financial burden on young people. So there's been a big percentage drop. It sounds like a pretty dire situation. Um, do you see any way that this could improve or any upside to any of this? Well, one interesting thing to note with this 32.1% is that that's not the percentage in every part of the country. So there are actually some parts of the country where the percentage of millennials who own their homes is a lot higher. Like the Scranton, Pennsylvania area saw a 12.1% increase of millennial home ownership. Um, Buffalo, New York area also saw an increase. So there are definitely areas where millennials are having a harder time than other areas, especially in the big cities, New York City, LA. LA is really bad for home ownership for millennials. But there are parts of the country where young adults can afford to buy a house. So not all hope is lost. So we should all move to Scranton. Um, Well, I don't know how that would affect home prices. That concludes The Dispatch. I'm Sam Thonis. More stories tomorrow.